Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to the Puckish Podcast. P-U-C-K-I-S-H, Puckish. Today, we have with us um, Vin and Abiril, who is today going to talk to us about digital marketing and um, hopefully tell us a bit about how this skill can help you pay your bills. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Yeah, so how's... How's life? Um, so for those who don't know, like Amiru recently just got a new job. So he's been very busy. I think he's been the busiest person I've seen in uh, in a while during this circuit breaker, especially. Out of four of us. I mean, yeah. he's the only one that's like properly employed right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's <laughs> working. Essential service, man. And he's working till like 11 p.m. He's uh, definitely yeah. like a top tier essential job. How how have things been? I don't, it has been quite least, hectic. <laughs> quite hectic. But yeah, work has been quite hectic. Uh, especially in the last two months because um, because being in digital marketing or rather being in a digital workspace, I am super accessible to everybody. So you receive like text at like ten p.m., nine p.m. Hey, can you attend this meeting? Can you attend this call? And you need to be at global calls and things like that. Or even at um, ten p.m. So yeah, yeah. I have a I have a global forum to attend now, but I'm like, nope, this is more important. I've decided that I I'm prioritizing <laughs> wow. my calls wow. with with my, my man, Vin and YJ to do Pakish podcast episodes because like, uh, you know, uh, this enlightens Priorities. me like to be sharing. Take oh. that global forum. Yeah. Stupid <laughs> stupid global forum. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about TikTok, eh? I don't want to be like, you know, learning what's the next dance trend is. Like, you know, it's not that insightful. Okay, I'm kidding. Please do not say that. <laughs> we, we didn't coerce you to say that you you gave us the details yourself. Oof. Oof. Okay, so Oof. for those who don't know, maybe you could just give a quick introduction about of who you are, what you do, and hmm. um, maybe a bit about your job. Yeah, sure. Um, so my name is Amiral and I do digital, digital marketing uh, for the past two years. So you know why I was doing, why only the last two years? Because Why? right in the last two years, right, you see a lot of ads by this group of cult people, like you see Imran Muhammad Ali, then you see Dominic something something, and then you see hi, I'm selling my house, kind of ads on YouTube popping up on your feed on your Facebook. I'm gonna teach you how to be a quick, how do you work from home and become rich, uh, with no nothing, uh, with no income. You can be rich with no income. Oh shit! Don't so, don't yeah, give our insp- <laughs> listeners false hope <laughs> right from the start. <laughs> <laughs> but no, 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 so like, so yeah, so this really like picked my interest uh, because I was learning the art of digital marketing, right? And now you see all these fuckers coming up on your Facebook feed, on your YouTube feed when you want to watch a video. Like, oh, I can teach you digital marketing. It's all about Facebook ads. But fuck you, that's not all about digital marketing, yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, So yeah, uh, for me, digital marketing is a craft whereby you lose, whereby you use. Marketing your marketing message where you craft your marketing message to influence people to be, you know, uh, inspired by your by your brand or how do you essentially value add to your experience online? Um, so for example, if I were to join a gym membership, how do you make the experience as seamless as possible from seeing your ad? How many what type of messaging should be seeded to you? What what type of message messages should you be seeing in terms of me trying to convince you to partake in? the gym service for example so that's quite fun for me because you get to test science arts crafting 
a narrative storytelling and you get to marry data with um, essentially writing a story for people to be believing in your cause. So I, th- I thought that was quite a nice um, marketing sell for me la, in terms of like trying to dabble in this digital world. Yeah, but like, you know, uh, as, you, as you know, like four years ago, or uh, many like digital marketing is, I would say is a, is a field that nobody can truly master. Like you can see, you get a lot of specialist roles for digital marketing, but there is no like one siloed, um, like an all encompassing, I'm very good at, uh, what's it called? All the areas of digital marketing. So how long have you been a digital marketer? For I think about two years, three years plus. But see, uh, uh, during these two to three years, right, I've been pressurized in the most like pressurizing um, environments that really bolder my experiences. Like I really accelerated my growth as a digital marketer um, in terms of how I think, how I approach marketing objectives, how you craft your online campaigns and things like that. So I would say that um, even though I feel like I am at my infancy stage, I, ki- I quite understand a lot of the jargons from all the different platforms. And that is what digital marketing is uh, because um, there's a lot of like pieces of the pies that you need to be using or like rather like ingredients to bake a cake. But how do you bake that cake using all this um, platform? You can have, for example, Facebook, it can be your sugar. Twitter is, uh, what's an alternative for sugar? Brown sugar. And Facebook is white sugar. And then like, um, I don't know, TikTok is new artificial sugar that someone has invented recently. Sprinklers. You don't use all three sugars, right? Uh, you need to be... Honey, you use some uh, honey. Yeah. yeah, you need to be... <laughs> Podcast, podcast is honey. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, so how so do you get get into digital marketing in the first place? So what was your what was your background like? Did you like um study marketing? Was it always something that you had in mind to do? Mm, yeah. So for this, right, actually no. Uh, growing up, I had no clue on what to do in life, so I was just like, oh, let's just um, float along. And I I did okay for O levels. I did okay for in poly. So because of my okay results in 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 poly, I, I went into masscom, and then like um, uh, it, growing up in school. Your sorry, okay, your okay it, results yeah. in O level, you got into masscom or from? Uh, okay results in 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 O levels for O levels, then uh-huh. I got into masscom. So like you know, growing up in school, um, I didn't have any subject that really stood out for me. So but I really, I always kept getting praises for writing well. So, but I was very lazy, la, like, you know, I had no ambition and things like that. So I'm like, okay, la, I'm just using this compliment I always keep getting around in, in secondary school. And then I just went around in for poly open houses, right? I'm like, hey, do you have any writing courses or not? Then everybody was like, you know, all the ushers at the start. Oh, you go, you go to uh, FMS, FMS, which is <laughs> essentially um, film and media studies. And that's how I, I, I learned about the course mass communication. And... Yeah, so I, I guess I started, I wanted to be a writer. But then I got the biggest um, bomb drop on me because, right, <laughs> during my first year, I failed my fucking writing course, man. <laughs> I, had to, oh, I failed. <laughs> I had to, like, retake that module. And then um, the next semester, I, had, I was overloaded with more modules. And that was one of the toughest um, semesters for our course in, in Nian Poly, lah. I think that was year one, right? So, that was year one. Yeah, so and then you like... You had to do long vid in the second semester. Yeah, correct. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Shit, you know more about me than I can remember, man. Yeah, I, the <laughs> void, the void you left from, from that, I I still feel it until today. <laughs> yeah, we so were what the, the second time around. After you, so you retook the module, and then so, and then what happened? Do you, do you, do you pass it finally? Do you ace yeah, it? So I went from F to C plus. Oh yeah, not bad. Not so bad. I was still a <laughs> shit writer, la, But like you know, uh, but yeah, um, and 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 this is really a funny incident because right, all these failures at at the start, I I couldn't understand like why I've been failing so many times until now, because when mm-hmm. you were writing back then, you just write for the sake of it, like oh, you use big flamboyant words to you know to fluff your way through, but that's not the way messaging works, and that's not the way communication works as well. So um, this is why I feel that, I mean, sorry to, to digress, but this is why I feel like marketing is really, really cool because you need to keep things as simple as possible because you're targeting the masses. You, you don't have to use all these fluff words to impress. Your, 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 your goal is not to impress people with all this. Your goal is to be as sincere as possible to convince people that your product works for them and how it evaluates that to their lives. Not, not by doing a lot of, like, you know, um, big bombastic words like... Uh, sardonic or caustic um, or, or, or words or, like that I don't know those words, two words bombastic itself is a bombastic word <laughs> oh yeah Mr. Bombastic very <laughs> fantastic yeah but yeah uh, yeah so shit where was I again um, oh yeah uh, writing body, writing as yeah, a failure writing. yeah but yeah yeah so I had really mediocre grades as, as compared to my peers uh, like YJ YJ was a high flyer kid but I was I was quite a shit uh, student <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like marketing. Did we not get the same grades like, in the end? I can't remember, but I was still a shit student. Okay, like I was, you know, like in every sports games, right? Like there's a line who you want to choose for your teammates, right? I was always picked last, I think. For what? Yeah. But I'm not that, with YJ. that was because you were bad at writing, no right? <laughs> that was because I was very like I was not very focused, lah. I would say because I had no. Because like all these choices that you make in poly kind of like affects like what you want to be growing up, but because I had no, I I didn't have that hunger as compared to like my my other um, classmates or whatever. Right then I was like, yeah, whatever lah. Let me just float around. But because of okay. me floating around, I I kind of realized and I, I kind of built that uh, understanding that you also need to step up when things needs to be done and delivered. So yeah, like um, every every you just make use of things that were not going in your favor. You just craft your own, I would say, um, narrative and standpoint, and that's how I learned that uh, marketing wasn't for me yet. So uh, I graduated from from poly, still the same thing. You know, I don't know what to do in my life. I just uh-huh. went to um, the most convenient uni that had the most exemptions for me. <laughs> so I just went to uh, uni of Newcastle. And then, um, I, dude, I learned nothing there at all. Uh, Why? What happened? How come? Same, How same, same approach nothing? in life, lah. <laughs> same approach that uh, I, I, I take, I take life too easily, and that I, I learned nothing much, and it wasn't very applicable, like in my field of work. <laughs> but so, uh, what do you study there? I studied it communications, yeah. and this was based in Singapore. Or you went to Newcastle. Uh based in Singapore. Yeah, so yeah, so my goal was just to like you know fulfill the Singaporean um, white picket fans dream of the, getting a degree, the paper and things like that, paper qualification, yeah, the paper chase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, I I do all this right. I I, I go for interviews right. Nobody asked for my my degree before though. <laughs> yeah, same. It's like, what's the point, huh? <laughs> yeah, what's the point, huh? Do you waste money? Really? 
but but yeah, so yeah. yeah. another time. After yeah, after you a, got your your paper, and then what uh, was your what was your first job? Was it did you go straight into marketing? Uh yeah. So I went straight into marketing, and this is where my luck started to change, because right, I'm like oh fuck, I'm I'm no longer in a bubble whereby uh, like you know. Uh, what do I do after graduating? I need to work, right? But what do I do uh, afterwards? And then, like, uh, I was in a scenario whereby a lot of my friends are in, are in the same boat as me. Like, they were all still unemployed. We were all still looking for jobs. And they were all looking for full-time jobs. But for me, I'm like, fuck. All the full-time jobs look very boring and very lame. And then I was part of this um alumni network. So, so this is when I learned... Um, Keeping connected with your alumni network was very, very important. Very important. It was on Facebook as well. Um, I saw a posting for an internship position for the role of uh, social media intern for this sports company, and then I was like, "Wow, cool! Ah, uh, sports! Ah, uh. I want to do sports. So I, I love, I love sports. I, 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 I watch a lot of football. Okay, that's about the sport I watch. Um, <laughs> Go to the gym. I, I don't. I go to the gym, but that's not a sport, man. That's like a hobby." But so, yeah, um, sports. Then they listed the clients. Uh, our clients include EPL, La Liga, Bundesliga, Serie A. We are the main rights holder for Serie A, and then like that's F one, um, tennis, uh, like Wimbledon and shit like that. So I was like, wow, this company quite cool. Then I went to Google it. See, um, linkage linking it to digital marketing search. Search search is for digital marketing. A search. There's Facebook. Okay, never mind. That is a breakdown for another session. But um, I googled it right then. The office was at Marina Bay. Eh, it was at Marina Bay, that financial tower area that side. So oh, it was like, okay. whoa. Nice. Wow, cool, yeah. Like, eh, hey, yeah, this one legit job, eh. Then I went to apply. <laughs> and then I got the call back. And like, hey, um, uh, there was a, an interview process for for a role of internship. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I'll pay so little still got interview. Uh. <laughs> yeah, okay, la, can la. I just I just showed up. Wow, I like, <laughs> I like your mindset, man. Yeah. <laughs> you say that during the interview, huh? You this one pay so little, you still want me to convince you to hire me. Uh. <laughs> Dude, I had two rounds of interview, by the way, for, for an internship role. Wow. And then, like, yeah, so I just went there. I had to wear the same shirt twice because I had no shirts. And I was wearing my graduation um shirt because uh, <laughs> that was my only shirt. And yeah, because, you know, straight out of like, uni, no money. So I just reused that. I hope I hope they didn't notice that because like the, I told I told them I wash my shirt, but it's okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So like, made it clear at the start. Yeah, and then like you know back then I was quite lucky because um the role of social media was always thrown to the intern. So, so I mm. used this as an opportunity to you know um start, um growing my my, my skill set in digital marketing uh. and then uh, back then I. I learned very quickly about what social media is about. How do you craft your messages for the different audiences and, and things like that. But the sad thing is that I didn't have a digital mentor. So everything was like just like trial and error. Trial and error. Um, you just learn on the job like, because nobody knows what to do for digital marketing. Your strategy is you come out with a seven-day plan. Every day you write content. <laughs> like, post what picture. This one is about team. Uh, yeah. And then like post score, post team updates, post and, and, and things like that. So yeah, that was quite my very first experience with um digital marketing, uh, whereby you don't really know what you're doing, even as a fresh grad. Um, you're very blur, you're very lost, and then 
uh, it becomes a very big world, big and scary world because right when you uh, when you go for networking events, you uh, you'll introduce yourself. Oh, I'm the social media intern, and back then he had he holds no weight <laughs> because uh, uh, the, you have to coordinate a lot of of information. You 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 are required to get a lot of information, right? But you are like down the packing order of like um, journalists because they get the results first and things like that. Mm. So I'm like, wow. Well, so I'm like the official news source, bro. I get the my source to the last one, <laughs> <laughs> kind of situation. Yeah. So yeah, that was um. So were you like also designing the stuff that you were posting uh, on social media? Yes, I was. I had help wow. um, from the designer. But uh, so after that, you just need to learn Photoshop on the job as well. Um, you learn the different layers of like what to edit, what not to edit, and is it does it look presentable or not? It wasn't like a great kind of design, but like it looks professional enough to be posted and published, or the page that had hundred k followers. Okay, <laughs> so that was wow. Yeah. So wow, that's yeah, a yeah. that's a pretty awesome internship, man. I mean, you're thrown into the deep end, but you get to do all this plus you have to design stuff yourself also. Mm. No wonder I got two rounds of interview. Uh. <laughs> maybe <laughs> la, so there was Robert Turner, like, maybe, like, you know, uh, this guy is not fishy or and, and, and things like that. But yeah, yeah, so yeah, my internship was supposed to be six months long. But uh-huh. then I think it really fueled my passion and I wanted to stay. Because I had no other job offers or like I was really panicking. But no, luckily for me I had a very good um boss who Helped me in in guiding me on how to write better and really how to you write better um for for your for your for the audience lah because he 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 told me upfront that like, he doesn't know anything much about social media but what he can do is he can write really fucking good press releases and from there I learned like how do you write a press release how do I weave in like all your comms narrative into tiny bite sized snippets of content mm-hmm. pieces. How do you create long form content, and how do you um, you know um, because time is very, very expensive. I would say in the world, in the in the in the world of um, when you are short for content, like Vin is you are a content editor, right, Vin? Yeah, yeah. How long do you take to edit a a piece of content or or film a content from start to finish? Well, it takes a long time, uh, You know, it it's a long it's a long process, but oftentimes the de- the deadlines are short. You know, you need to get it done quite fast. You can check out my episode for that. Yeah. <laughs> skills, skills, like, like skills. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. So, like, how do you maximize? I don't have access to to Vin, for example, back then, and I had to really maximize like one piece of content. <laughs> how do I make it last for a week? Because the mm. the the client requirement was that they want you to be posting something every day. And then you cannot be posting the same thing every day. Well, people are bored, bored of content and it won't get the same engagement. Because back then, um, people just looked at um, likes, uh, got comment or not, how many mm. comments you get, and things like that, which is not too important in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so that uh, I really fought my way to, to, to get a position, a, a full-time position over there. And then uh, I stayed... I worked on a, a few projects that really, uh, I would say quite that were quite fun. Uh, like you get to travel for work. I mean, as a young kid, my, my, not really young. Uh, I was like Lingard's age, you know, like twenty five when he broke out into the first team. <laughs> <Lingard. kind of> <laughs> yeah, and then 
Uh, damn young, uh, still damn young. <laughs> yeah, still damn young. In my mind, I was still very young, uh, but in reality, not really. Uh, because my manager was like, just like a year older than me. <laughs> but then like, this bunko never worked at all. <laughs> then like, it's slack, slack, uh-huh. slack. And then like, he has a lot of like, years to catch up on. La. That's that's my, that's me. Uh, yeah, I, I managed to work on a lot of really fun projects for sports, especially. Um, I get to go to the National Stadium, or uh, the Singapore Sports Hub. I get to explore all the... Um, areas that are off access to that are inaccessible to the public and then I get to play with the mic like whoa what's up my name is Amiru is that why uh, your fight skills are la. so good now <laughs> you should shut up <laughs> <laughs> but that was just to uh, entertain um, the people inside the stadium as in the, the people inside the stadium as in like the five of us <laughs> uh, when we were just doing sound checks do you, do yeah, you get how to travel? Nah, yeah so Back then, like, for me, uh, I'm quite one of the lucky ones in my family or at least, right, to be able to travel for work. So, uh, I received this very odd request because I'm a boy, but uh, I'm a guy <laughs> who played game at that age when I was, like, 25-ish. So, naturally, all the things that people don't know what to do, right, uh, they just throw it to me, like, anything digital. But I just took it a lot. Like, okay, like, what, what do you need me to do? So, right, then suddenly, eSports was on the rise, and then they, they they flew me to Taiwan, Taiwan to watch a League of Legends games for one night. One <laughs> and then night. I fly back. <laughs> just Shit. one night. Yeah. What year was Two that? And what, what do you have to do? You just you watch them and you have to write. Yeah, you have to do a social media coverage or no? No, that's the best part. I just went there to take pictures. <laughs> this is an esport event. Uh, we can do it the next time when it comes to Singapore. That's it. Oh, it's like a recce thing. Uh, just to go and look and report back. Yeah. 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 And cool. the best part, right? I wasn't there for work. I was there as a plus one for my colleague. Because <laughs> he was like, I don't know anything about esports. If I don't know anything, you help me answer, can? I said, okay. But he's, he he used in, he spoke it in an Angmo accent. La. So, hey, I'm a role. But, um, <laughs> but that guy is really one of the best salesperson that I've ever met. La. And that's when I learned that um, I should be opening my eyes to all these sort of people and how people conduct themselves in a business setting. Because the way he approached people and he the way he cold called something right or an opportunity is still I still remember remember it to this day because right he has that fearless approach he's he's not fearless he uh he okay he's fearless but he's fucking he's not charismatic he's just very cheeky in his um um introductions and that is how he manages to get a lot of good deals but but okay so you you said about that being fearless and you know kind of like thick skin a bit so you is that what you learn from him from this guy mm-hmm. to to just mm-hmm. you think is that is that an important skill for people going into marketing uh i would say that is debatable more for a sales role but um, uh-huh. it has allowed me to be networking more with other brilliant marketers because right for me the way I learned marketing is I had no uh, at the start I had no like real mentor I had a good boss I had a good boss who was really patient in teaching me the ropes of comms but I had no mentor for marketing so I used this approach and I attended a lot of uh, marketing events and like, like Twitter talks or Facebook events and things like that right to learn what the industry experts or like key opinion leaders like real key opinion leaders not like your fucking influencers uh. um, and like what they are sharing what their pain points are in marketing and and things like that like. that's when I learned that oh 
social media is not everything for marketing. And there's a lot of things to be considered when you're planning a digital marketing campaign. Mm. And this is when I was, uh, because, right, I got, but all this didn't really register. I was like, oh, oh so many things to consider. Okay, la, okay la. so many things to learn. But social media, I'm learning it now. Okay, la, uh, I will just, uh, you know, um, keep using social media as my number one skill set. Mm-hmm. So um, after my first job, I went for a second job, um, which was still in sports, but that was a very um, comms role. Um, that that gig didn't last long because it wasn't fun. I didn't enjoy my time there. And then like I, I feel like there is, I don't know, there was a, a night where I just woke up and I felt, oh shit, I need to do more with my life like because I don't feel like I am going anywhere with this and it's not fulfilling anymore. So I was like, I, I just left that, that second job because uh, I, I, I keep falling sick. I, I, I lost my ambition and, and it was like me in poly again right? but I, I felt very lazy. I felt very unmotivated. So I just needed to, you know, um, reflect and think what I need to be doing la, in, in life so that I can progress. And so yeah, I just I just left the company. I went, I went for a short trip to Malaysia and then um, I just applied for jobs. Um, luckily for me, I didn't have to wait very long to get a, a call up. Uh, I think it was about uh, only a month. Uh, but during that month, I kind of structured like, what I want to be learning and things like that. I signed up for online courses on digital marketing and, and Lin- I, I think it was lynda.com. I uh, was watching a lot of YouTube videos. And then um, it was boring, I would say, because it's not very applicable because this is the downside of digital marketing, okay? Uh, not, not a lot of people uh, mentioned uh, to, to, to use digital marketing if you are independent, uh, to use the tools right uh, it's free to use but you don't learn anything if you don't spend money so the experience comes when you are putting money and spending money to to push a cause or push a product that you are your, you, that you believe in you want, to, you want it to succeed so for example on Facebook there is Facebook ad manager so you have access to the platform and then you have you have targeting options and things like that, but if you don't spend money, right, you don't know what the returns are. And digital marketing is always about optimization and understanding like how marketing can be done better because you are getting real life data. So imagine like you are in sports, uh, you set up, and you're you're in a football game, you are, you set up your Manchester United and playing you're playing Liverpool for example, and then uh, Liverpool took the lead one zero, but you are you have the home ground advantage. Uh, you know, uh, let's say for uh, who 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 are Liverpool players? I I, I forgot. I, I I was trying to think uh, of Salah, Salah, Firmino, Salah, Mane. yes, <laughs> Salah, Firmino, Mane, oh shit, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So like you, you know that this front three, you need to um negate them. So you come up with tactics, right? Uh, you tell the defenders, you tell your 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 Maguire and Lindelof. Okay, you need to stay closer because, and these are all point of views from your coach as a coach. Because uh, you get to see it from a, you get feedback from the game, so this is like what digital marketing is. You get feedback from how people are responding to your marketing message. If it's shitty, your reach is not very good. Your your click throughs for your action is not very good. Also, so what can you what can be done, um, to improve this action lah? And so yeah, so that's when I I, I realized that okay, I really need to join a digital marketing company, and. I went through the, I guess, in-house side 
because um, for for digital marketing, there's two sides to it, which is one of them being the in-house team and the other one being an agency. So there's pros and cons to to it, lah. And digital marketing, people say that oh, the best way to learn. Uh, I don't know if it rings true for your industries, uh, YG and Vin. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you feel that um back then because we're all in the creative industry, right? Um, today, do you think that the adage of uh, cre- uh what is it called agency is a way to go when you're starting out? I think so. I I I mean personally, I feel I learn a lot working in an agency. Well, in a in a production house, which is essentially the agency for like servicing clients so i haven't really worked like in a well i did my i did an internship in like media corp right so that's like the production team is part of the big organization right so so you're mm-hmm. saying that's the difference right that between the the specialization in the agency versus being part of a big company mm-hmm. and being the marketing yeah. team in that company mm-hmm. Does, do you feel the same uh yes um so for me I was trying to challenge convention, uh, and you know, I should uh, you should only jump in house after you started out in an agency, right? That's what they always say, so that your your yeah. life is more slack and things like that. Your life is yeah. better. But uh, I'm like, okay, uh, never mind, uh, Let me just go uh, in house. But I was lucky enough that I had a very good mentor, who did all the aspects of digital marketing, SEO. Your search engine optimization, search engine marketing, social media marketing, database management, design work. Well, okay, his design was rubbish. Uh, but quite funny of you. We always joke about it. But like, he, yeah, no, it's not rubbish. It's just a very government like esque. So that was quite uh, for a very sleek Angmore looking company. The, the 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 design and the audience are a bit salah. And then there is which what part of the marketing I haven't mentioned. Actually, uh? maybe you can. Um, just talk about what entails a digital marketing like plan. So for a digital marketer, what are the aspects you cover, and how do you do those things? So like you mentioned, there's social media, there's um, Facebook, there's there's so many different things, SEO analytics. So maybe if someone wants to start a digital marketing plan for their own business, let's say, so how do they go about doing that? You should go sign up for a course with Imran Mama Ali on on Facebook. <laughs> Is that his real name? Full name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Mama Ali. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. See, see, this is why I can remember this so well, right? Because he adopted the, the he's a snakes all salesman, I would say. But <laughs> the way if you were to dissect his campaigns, right, he does it really, really well in terms of content marketing. He knew he knows his audiences, who his audiences are. He will attract people. Who who are like me? Who is who are very against him? Who will leave like hate comments? I won't leave hate comments, but I'll be like I'll report report for spam. But but that's 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 his appeal because I do all these like very petty things, right? But to him, he still gets money because he he is he's casting a net to capture people who want to learn the skill of marketing and make a quick buck. And then like um and for people like me, YJ, maybe you also then, uh, we I we remember things because. Is being served to you on a very frequent um, basis. So, for example, when you think of when you shop at Nike, right? After you go to Facebook, do you see like a carousel ad? Oh, um, add this shoe to your cart and things yeah, like that. Yeah, all the like, time. Like, yeah, yeah. So, so this is digital marketing. Also, it follows your path of like, um, your online journey of like what were your previous browsing habits and things like that. And to do this, right, you need to understand your website, 
how does it link with social media how does it link with email marketing and things like that so um it's a it's a repeated sense of message there so it's like it's like digital stalking you yes. have to stalk your Shh. your pre yeah once, once you yeah, set your then, sights on them you stalk them wherever they go whatever and just online. keep reminding yeah. them keep showing them Holding the product them. that they missed out and then you keep Correct. subconsciously getting into their heads and be like oh man I, I kind of really want that shoe now I don't know why yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then like the last ditch effort I, I, I give you 10% discount code <laughs> on your, in, in your email <laughs> well I got that before it's after I buy the product then you're like for your next product we'll give you 50% off or something like that I'm just like why then <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. it's like they bait you yeah. in already Correct, yeah. This yeah. is retention marketing that a lot of marketers use also. Uh, so yeah, lo, um, So this is how you understand the different ecosystem and how a promotional message of capturing an audience, like a customer essentially, of how do you... For example, I spend $10 or $20 on all my ads, right? But I get $200 from Vin from, from buying the shoe. So that's my return on investment. I get $180. So imagine um, it's, it's a very math-based industry also like you need to spend it's not so simple but that's how you work your marketing budgets towards but to answer your question how do you plan your digital marketing plan yeah a lot of digital marketers unfortunately they work in silos what's so a silo for me so for me right i'm, I'm not a believer of whereby digital marketing is an end all or be all for your marketing uh initiatives it should be part of your uh, so I, I will I will structure it. So what is your marketing message? Your marketing message can be fulfilled through traditional media and also digital marketing. La. Traditional mm. marketing, sorry, not the traditional media, but traditional marketing and also digital marketing. Um, but a lot of people don't really see what the value of traditional, traditional media is. And a lot of people make that omni-channel experience very dissected. So, for example, um, a lot of brands that do it really well are like Under Armour or Nike. There's consistent branding, consistent messaging everywhere you go. Whether it's, whether it's in the shops, offline, online. online. Yeah, everything's the same. Yeah. So, you cannot just rely on one medium to, to build your marketing campaigns. But as a digital marketer, the skill sets you need, they are, I would say digital marketing is a skill set rather than like your solution for a marketing uh, message or marketing campaign so it's like a part of a greater marketing strategy yeah 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 you sum it mm. quite nicely there yj yeah uh, yeah because i think a lot of people they um they think of marketing they think you can only either or you go either digital or you go traditional like there's this big like divide within marketing itself like people keep saying like traditional marketing is dead only go digital marketing because you get better ROI um, you got more control but I think there's something mm-hmm. to be said there about traditional marketing also and that um, omni-channel what what do you say again? omni-channel Ma- omni-channel marketing yeah which, which would be both together uh, traditional and digital yeah both together correct yeah mm. yeah so what would be so, like the main difference between digital and traditional you would say if someone were like had a had a thousand dollar budget would they would it be better that they spend on both or choose one first or how how um, do you think they should so work yeah. about it okay so for that um, the limiting factor to use traditional marketing cost itself like, is very expensive uh, like billboards cost maybe like double 
uh, five-figure sums and m- a lot of companies cannot afford that. So this is when digital marketing is a more viable solution to them. But digital marketing is like, uh, I- I'm not too sure, but have you all played any video games that is quite hard and then you just give up halfway? Every game I play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seems to be too hard for me. So digital marketing is like that, lah. Uh, like you need to table deeper to understand it better, or else you just be stuck at the surface level of things. And like to my point earlier, you need to be spending money to get the numbers. So when you get the numbers right, so people can get overwhelmed by what does this mean? What do I do next? And things like that. So to answer your question of like one thousand dollars. $1,000 for a traditional media, you can't afford much. So maybe for this approach, $1,000 is better spent online on advertising spend, for example, because you get more eyeballs there if you were to run a campaign in Singapore. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm so, sure it depends on your situation also. I guess people often confuse digital marketing with social media marketing with um, like, I remember people have this impression Oh, just do um Facebook or just boost posts. There's people think that's digital marketing, but mm-hmm. I believe there's a lot more like nuances that go into it. So mm-hmm. maybe you could elaborate a bit more on that. Can yeah, um, that's quite funny that you mentioned boost posts, and that's the the best, or rather like the adopted solution. It's like the most for like lot. common thing like <laughs> people above forty say boost posts. Yeah, boost posts, boost posts. Yeah, no, no, boost posts. Boost Force has merits, yeah, for boomers uh, who don't know how who play the game on on easy mode. No well, I'm kidding, uh. <laughs> but, but some know, people are offended now. Like, oh man, we won't be cancelled <laughs> by the boomers. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, digital marketing. Social media is uh an arm of digital marketing, uh, So you need to be like what I said earlier, right, about the Nike example and the ad that follows you. How do you make social? media marketing alongside with uh, your email marketing campaigns uh, your your website uh, SEO management and things like that lah. so you need to be really um, like the umbrella term like what do you want to be achieving in your digital marketing campaign so if your goal is to get more customers right how do you firstly identify how do you reach out to them what type of content needs to be created to like influence their uh, their purchase behavior and then how much money do you need to spend um, to to advertise? So if you to break, if you were to break it down, it's content marketing, ad buy strategy, um, your what is your marketing mix, and then like um, what type of like design support do you need, and like things like that lah. Um, yeah, so that's social media marketing is really an arm of like digital marketing. How about things like um, like we hear a lot about SEO search mm-hmm. engine optimization and I think that's like the level the next level up from boost post <laughs> so maybe you could just yes. um, explain a bit on what SEO is um, so SEO uh, in a nutshell right, is when you want your 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 website to appear in, on page one of Google yeah. search engine optimization what do you um, how do you match user search intent to be serving uh, to make sure that you are ranking page one on Google lah. Um, so let's say um, you Google Nike shoes, but you are not Nike. You are just a media house. How do you use people search intent for Nike shoes, right? Uh, to get n- number one visit. So maybe you can just create an article. 
coolest 10 Nike shoes for running one. And then how do you yeah. optimize that? Oh, um, Nike shoes for running 10km, Nike shoes for running 5km, Nike shoes for sprinters, or Nike shoes for football and things like that. So you are catering to the different audience sets of athletes. And then like this is how you generate traffic. Lah. When it, there's a lot of like signals that Google uses to to capture this audience, to to not capture but to audit this audience whether they are not you know, uh, they uh, they have the intent to stay on your website, to read through your website. They have any intent to click. They have any intent to purchase, and things like that. Uh, so yeah, that's SEO lah. Uh, B page number one. And um, but to get to there, it's a very painful process because it takes months. It's like building a pyramid or building Rome, mm. for example. Like you hear the the saying, right? Rome wasn't built in a day. So that is SEO marketing lah. You really need patience, and this is when you need to be managing your stakeholders. Like, hey, look. I'm building something. It's not, it's not, it's not, you can't see it yet. You can't see it yet. But when it's there, boom, you stay there for a long time. Yeah, I think that's a common misconception of digital marketing by a lot of stakeholders, a lot of business owners. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, like, I see, I think me and you, we share like also experiences of like clients or even our colleagues that may even question how why why is it so long for me to rank on google why is my facebook page getting no likes why um, Mm -hmm. is my instagram not getting any engagement so like Mm -hmm. is there do you face this common um, misconception a lot like people questioning you like i'm paying you why is there no results why is there no um likes why is no one like liking my post or like reposting my stories do you do you get a lot of that yeah a lot but then i just show them the sales numbers and they just <laughs> have nothing to say <laughs> let's say you don't have a say you don't have sales numbers right let's say if it's a, if it's a small if it's a, if there's a small smaller scenario where mm-hmm. you're not because it, like you said it's a big it's a long process that you have to go through, right? And and let's mm-hmm. say the client is not seeing results immediately. How do you go about dealing with that? How do you go about convincing the client that it's a, a long-term so, thing, especially with people who don't really know the details and the technical side of it? So for this one, um, if I will understand like, what the client expectations are at the, uh, at the start. So uh, we will work on his current assets, their current assets, uh, what is available to us so for example uh, business there's a business owner who wants to stop who wants to start a uh, a cake shop for example uh, firstly we need to set up his um, digital ecosystem uh, so essentially setting up the platform and also listing his invent uh, his inventory of cakes so you have your chocolate cake strawberry cake and, and things like that so I would tell him like look um, right now your your customers only know you who stay in let's say your cake shop is set up in Jurong the people only people in Jurong know about your 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 presence you haven't reached Jurong East yet you haven't reached Clementi yet and things like that to reach other people you can do two things one is referral uh, you're not using uh, referral is free and then like um, but you you there's only so much leg room that you can go with uh, referral system lah so you need to be you need to build your own presence to ampli- amplify your your existence to other people. So how do you do that? So after you build your website, you need to, your social channels to amplify your what you serve because um, people can look for your uh, because uh, what you you said earlier, YJ. How do you 
make sure that your content um you're sharing content for your for your kick for example like uh, use hashtags you use a content strategy you today you you post chocolate cake tomorrow you post strawberry cake and uh, uh, and then like how do you get people to notice your page okay so maybe we just give a more solid example so since phase two is happening on friday let's say you're mm-hmm. a restaurant or cafe let's say a cafe mm-hmm. so you have one cafe in mind they want to they have a new menu they have some changes in their cafe they want to tell the world about it they want to remarket it so how should they do it remarket if i am already a if i'm a cafe owner i will send an email straight away to existing customers that we are open and we want, mm-hmm. we want to we want to serve you the best here's 10% off your your next dining session let's celebrate circuit breaker the end of phase two one it's together start of phase yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the start of phase two together let's have our own safe distancing party and then like yeah get 10% off that's my uh, my first goal I don't as a marketer I don't be spending money I want to be attracting people to my shop with the database that I already have in your email system okay and what if one of them they don't have a database they don't have a okay uh, email system they just uh, have like 100 followers on their Facebook and Instagram for example so this is when you play the math game. So your 100 followers, uh, let's say you do a post and like traditionally your post is seen by 10 people only. La. So this is where you need to do start using your Facebook advertising already. La, uh, Facebook and Instagram advertising uh, to to amplify what you're trying to, uh, to sell. So you need to know your target audience, for example. I mean, if you're a shop owner, you don't know your target audience a bit, you need to ask yourself like, who visits your shops very frequently? Yeah, and then like who, and then like you ask that you ask these questions to yourself, and then you type onto the Google uh, Facebook Ad Manager. Oh, uh, people, age eighteen to twenty five, uh, male or female, and then, uh, different restaurants have different ambiences, right? Maybe you play pop music, for example, and then these pop people you see, or oh, these all all these people are like you know um. The the cafe hoppers, and then you search type cafe hoppers. <laughs> And then, yeah, maybe like, how like you... students studying cafes, that kind. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that type law. Yeah, you just put three dollars, and then you can see how far your 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 post goes. So essentially, if you were to compare this to like traditional media, right? I would say like this is just handing out flyers. Nah, nah, take take. Uh, I got I got promo ten percent off for you. Come ten percent off. Come yeah. So, so this is like, like how the, it looks like. It's literally the digital version of giving out flyers. To yeah. your target audience. Yeah. So if my target audience are like um, JC students, I literally stand outside at JC and give out flyers. And that Facebook yep. targeting is just doing that through Facebook. Yep. So yep. how yep. how detailed it does does Facebook marketing go? Like you you mentioned age, you mentioned interest. Um, how else like location also? Location, uh, age. Uh, if you were to go um, demographics. Uh, into like uh, Facebook can't do this but for Google advertising you can like break, break it down into income brackets and things like that whether you're single uh, what's it called uh, attached well I forgot that word attached marital status <laughs> yeah marital status that's a word that's a criteria and things like that so yeah, yeah different demographics and things like that <clears throat> but if you're just starting out don't worry don't be too daunted by all these terms just know um, who keeps uh, visiting your your stores and then you just try to replicate their 
their personality as close as possible on your on, on all these ad buy platforms. I think sometimes also some non-digital methods are also very underrated, like word of mouth. I think that's until today, like no matter how great technology is, it's still one of the most effective ways to get someone to to follow you, to buy your product is is word of mouth. And I think that's mm-hmm. quite like, do you think that's quite underrated still? Like people are like all about Facebook now, they kind of forget things like word of mouth Correct. and recommendations. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, as a, as a like, you know, if you were just a restaurant owner, um, there's Google My Business for you to be listing your, your your platform, and that's the new word of mouth, right? People leaving reviews for your for your for your shop, and they're like, um, you know, as this this is like your SEO per se, because um, as time passes by, you get more and more reviews, more and more, uh, people complimenting about your services, your food, so people just, um, uh, come to you for, example, budget you make a good steak, and then like people keep complimenting to you about your steak. So this is your SEO strategy done already. Just by having a presence on Google My Business, you list down your, your your business on Google because um, this is part of another strategy lah, which is not complicated but like a, a way to build your presence online. And then like um, that's your SEO strategy done just by listing your business on on Google, and then you look at your social strategy. How do you amplify your menu? How do you amplify your specialty? That's 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 the other one. And then the, the the third one will be like your email database. Uh. You you try to build your email database when you get people to sign up for loyalty programs, for example. If you sign this up, then your next like what Vin mentioned earlier, you get ten percent off. Uh, yeah, uh, like pro- exclusive uh, promotional uh, materials. Mm-hmm. So this just is for like you. all all yeah all this come hand in hand. So that's why you cannot just rely on one social media strategy. You need to look at everything as an all encompassing um, ecosystem to get to where you are and and uh, at the same time you, you just got to go to your customer and hand out like discount flyers hand out like your menu yeah do all yeah, this kind of um, yeah. traditional marketing yeah. stuff yeah yeah, and yeah i think there's like for me like your i think your points are really valid because like even today i i was thinking of where to go for um for phase two because i'm going to meet like a friend on friday so i like mm-hmm. thought i I remember getting food from this bar, be- from this bar slash restaurant before near my house. But then I went on Google, I couldn't find it. I went on Google Maps, I couldn't find it. So like, if I didn't actually purchase from this place before, if I went on Google Maps I c- and not see it, I would think it doesn't exist. So I had to take an extra step to go onto my um, Grab delivery app, look for my f- order history, find the name of the place, go on um, Facebook or Instagram, look up the place and then message them to ask if they're open. <laughs> like I did that because I knew it wow. existed and I and I saw that they serve Guinness. So I was like, okay. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, you, are really, you are a really big fan of this place then. But I only visited... I think he's a fan of Guinness. That's why he is. <laughs> the last point is very important. <laughs> the effort that he went to, man. You don't even need any marketing for this guy. Just sub Guinness, can we? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look, at, look, look at how many steps I, I take. And I think a lot of businesses, maybe they don't realize that customers may stop at the first step already. If I don't see you on Google Map, I don't think you exist. Imagine as a tourist, like we recently went to um, Melbourne and Amir sent me his like map of like Melbourne and it's like 30, 40 over like places he wanted to go all on Google Map. 
And imagine a good business did not list themselves on Google Map. That place wouldn't exist to us and they wouldn't get our business. So I think a lot of people still underestimate that power of even a simple thing like listing your business on, on Google. People still has a lot to, have a lot to learn about. I think digital marketing. Um, Vin, do you have any questions? Uh, no, as in, I was, I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's, it's insightful hearing that. And I was going to ask, like, moving on to people who want to learn more about marketing, right? Who are just, or maybe aspire to go into marketing. Because I think it's quite a, it's quite a cool job to do. I mean, if you say you're in marketing, you have, there's, there's a certain hype to it, right? There's a certain, hype. I mean, there's a lot of, but I think it's also, like you said, there's a lot of more dry aspects of it where you have to go and really, you know, sit down and do your research and understand the platforms better, right? It's not all the, it's not all the fluff. It's not about all the likes and comments and getting shares and all these things, right? So is there some things that you can recommend people to go and read or watch? Yeah, sure. Um, I still can't get that out of the, get that out of my head. The YG making that duh, 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 noise. <laughs> <laughs> hype. Uh, I need to take over but, Killer but, Night hype man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's a very very good question because uh, where do you start and how do you get better at at marketing, for example? Um, so my 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 advice is right. Um, just start at a, any digital marketing um firm, whether it's agency, whether it's in house. Because you will learn a hell lot, even though the objectives are different. So, for example, if you go to um agency, your objective is to get as many um you get all your peop- uh clients asking for. I want I want my page to grow. I want to get as many likes. I want to get as many comments as you want. But when you on the uh when on you when you are on the inside, in house side of things, right? Um, your objectives are different. Is to generate sales numbers and things like that. So this is where how do you use digital marketing to get that sales number and how do you drive influence lah but ultimately right um, just start whether it's internship your first role and hope that you have a very good mentor uh, that knows his <laughs> digital marketing stuff I know it's not you, you can't choose this but a good mentor really sets your path in terms of like learning the different um, ropes of digital marketing and and how do you get better right um, you, you need to keep asking yourself uh, what type of digital marketing I want to do? Do I want to do SEO? Do I want to do SEM? Do I, do I want to do um social media marketing and things like that? After that, right? As a as a marketer, do your research. Um, look onto go onto Facebook groups because right, that's where the wealth of information is. You go to f- Facebook groups, you see all the Facebook uh, all, all the marketers right share their problems over there. How do I do this? How do I get more likes? How do I uh, get more? Uh, how do I rank page one on SEO and things like that? So a lot of like other marketers will just chime in because it's, it becomes like a very like well, not well put together, but like it becomes a very rich resource of of soil that you can be like using yourself to grow because mm, okay. uh, all these people are sharing their problems and you don't, you have the, the solution is just right there. It's after that, you try to adapt that problem and, and try to match it to your problem. Is it the same? Can I follow the same steps? And then how do you adapt to it? And there's nothing sexy about digital, uh, about marketing uh, like this uh, because my day-to-day is mostly looking at numbers and how do I make my marketing better? Yeah, it's a lot of, on spending on reports, a lot to, to look at numbers and how do you make sense of these numbers about how can you become better at the moving forward? That, because 
marketing is never stagnant, I would say. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think to add on to the Facebook groups thing, I think it, if you are a digital marketer already, like a freelancer, I think going on these Facebook groups, you can even help these people. And I think one of the things digital marketing tries to do is, or even like client versus, or someone, no, how do I say this? Like if someone has a problem, they're looking for a solution. And if you're a freelancer that can give them a solution and give your, and sell your services to them, it's a good marketplace for, for you to make this, do the business really as a freelance marketer. Um, so yeah, definitely that tip I think is very, very good. Like you go into these groups, you see people that share your problem, you can learn from the people who give solutions or you can be part of the solution and get some clients from there as well. Mm-hmm. Also like for me, like I did uh, attend a course on digital marketing, which is like, um, how many days, like an eight day course or, or it was like eight full day course. And like, yeah, it's definitely not a sexy <laughs> um, um, field of marketing. It's like, cause everyone has this, this um, mindset that it's just social media marketing. It's all on, online. You can work from your computer. You can work at home, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's, that's all true. But I mean, oh, I have never seen so many numbers for a long time. Like looking at how many people, like how many minutes people spend on your website, even one second to two seconds, like there's a difference already. How much you spend and how much clicks you get, um, how much views you get, the the kind of words you use for search for SEO. It's definitely not a sexy thing and it takes a lot of trial and error, a lot of reading reports and numbers. So I think for those who think it's a sexy thing that after you become a digital marketer, you can be as sexy as Amiru. I don't think that's gonna, <laughs> it's not a sexy thing at all. You have to be sexy like Amiru first and then go into digital marketing. Doesn't work. Yeah, yeah Amiru makes marketing sexy. <laughs> yeah. You know, man. Marketing doesn't make you yeah. sexy. It's the other way around. Yeah. yeah. I, can, I can also say that I've been lucky like, in my career choices or rather like in my career path that I, I was in um, industries that I really have a passion for. So, for example, fitness, uh, sports, and now music. So maybe that is also something that new marketers can explore, trying to find that entry point of like your passion. So if your passion is about NGO, start with an NGO organization to learn about digital marketing. Because at the end of the day, right, you should not be afraid to fail. Uh, if you're afraid to fail as a as a marketer, then you you cannot play you cannot play it too safe, lah. I would say you're supposed to be mm. trying and testing like untested formats or untested messages, trying to reach out to new audiences. If you have been recycling what was done previously, right then, uh, then no, no, lah. <laughs> that's a that's a no go. That's a not that's a, not a good belief to have. Yeah, and I think almost every business, every, almost every organization will need some form of marketing. So I think there's definitely definitely some work to go around in terms of um, a person as a marketer. It's definitely a skill that can pay bills. Um, and there are people, I think there are still people willing to pay for that kind of service. Yeah. Um, so do you have any, um, what do you think about the future of the whole digital marketing industry in Singapore? Like, Do you think that, especially with, this whole COVID-19 happening, um, do you think digital marketers will be more in demand? Um, I think digital marketing is has always been in demand. Um, so since like, you know, like many years ago, social media marketing was the uh, uh, 
buzzword for a lot of like marketeers and then like after that it became like um what is it called uh, now uh, tiktok tiktok is like the if you if you were if you are a brand you need to be on tiktok and things like that so yeah that cycle constantly re innovates itself like what is the next trending buzzword that you need to be jumping on yeah. so as a so like the future for digital marketing is endless uh, like it's never there's never a boring day because there's always a new platform for you to learn there's always new strategies that you need to come up with to even though it's new strategies right but the problems are always the same how do you get more eyeballs how do you get more people to more understand your brand how, more influence yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I guess it's, it's almost least... as ever changing as technology itself. Mm-hmm. And mm. and and you said mentioned a good point. Like digital marketing, it does come hand in hand with like digital transformation. So especially during the circuit breaker period, right, where you see all those um, small businesses trying to like digitalize their offerings onto an online platform. So, but that was really nice to see by the what people are doing for those who are not as savvy as us, lah. I would say like they are helping others out like for for free or for fee mm. but uh, that's nice because like uh, you know everybody needs to have this accessibility moving forward or else you will, will just look lose out lah. if you don't transform yourself or if you don't innovate yourself right you just risk the you run the risk of like sinking into oblivion whereby people just forget about you and the the world is quite a cruel place uh, if you're forgotten then you're just a thing of the past lah. like because you just you're just too stubborn to get on with the times to innovate yourself. So yeah, as a digital marketer, continue learning, continue like embracing new ideas and always try and don't be afraid to fail for your marketing campaigns. I, I almost thought you said always cry as a digital marketer. <laughs> always try. Crying helps sometimes. I think that was really insightful. Uh, I, hope, I hope the listeners also could get something useful out of that because I definitely learned more about it also because I was also considering looking learning more about digital marketing to just kind of broaden my skill set but yeah it sounds like it's a it's ever it's ever changing you can never be a master of it there's you know you just need to keep adapting and I think those things are very important to to understand especially when working with a digital marketer also don't have the expectation that everything's gonna fall into place just because you hire a digital marketer to come and do something for you straight away. <laughs> yeah. Do digital marketing. It's, it's a fun job. Uh, there's never a boring day. And I look forward to showing up at work every day because every day there's a new challenge. And yeah, there's never a dull day. Yeah, if you can handle the, the stress or the, the fun of <laughs> numbers moving really fast past you that is not on the Wall Street wall, yeah, then digital marketing is for you lah. So if you're like Amir, you find stress fun, then this is the <laughs> career for you. If you enjoy working your ass off for and long crying, hours. Crying from stress. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you get to um, travel, you get to go to eSport games, you... Um, you get tell people you're in marketing. That's the key. Yeah. <laughs> feels like you had a, quite a nice Isn't your pickup career. line vein? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a digital marketer. You that's know. why that's why he's learning how to be a digital marketer now. Just so he can say that line. Oh, Increase my appeal. You are his Imran Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Who is Imran? I got Amiru, man. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope you found this insightful. I hope Amiru, what Amiru shared could give you some tips on how to pay your bills. And 
yeah thank you everyone if you like this episode please subscribe comment rate one star five star i mean preferably five stars if you think it's one star just don't don't rate we, we don't need that negativity just let us know directly uh, like send us a message yeah, just, just, just DM us we will improve yeah. Yeah. Um, and shout out to our um, 200 downloads yay yeah. yeah yay we just started last week right yeah I think almost one week yeah. ago one week or 10 days ago okay thanks guys see you in the next one <laughs>